This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We are in the midst of a fairly new retail event today. It's Cyber Monday, which follows Black Friday, which is an American import that has also taken hold here. So today is the day for big sales and hopefully big discounts online. Unfortunately, it's also a banner day for scams and many scammers, as we know, target Zoomers. And in addition to making themselves look like legitimate retailers, fraudsters also target people via emails and websites for charitable donations, dating services, auctions, healthcare, and prescription medications. And and tomorrow, after we have Cyber Monday, there's Giving Tuesday. So this is really a good time to talk about how we protect ourselves. And we have a special guest with us here in studio. And he's also happy to take your calls and technical questions, because goodness knows he takes a lot of mine. And that is Yaniv Orr, who is our Vice President of Technology and Data here at Zoomer Media. Hi, Yaniv. Thanks for dropping by. Hey, Libby. Thank you for having me. Okay, so what are the main things people have to know? They're going online. Maybe they're getting all kinds of offers in their inboxes. I know I am. Some of them are from retailers I know, and I've asked them to send me stuff, but some like seem to be crazy out of the blue, like I had one repeatedly bulk weed or something. Well, uh, a very good guideline is never follow any links that you're actually receiving. Even if it's a legitimate offer from a retailer you contacted in the past, it might be amongst other uh, scam emails or fraud emails. So even if you are looking for something, just always look for the retailer online. Do not follow the link that you're sent. Okay, so uh, that means then you have to go and start from scratch. If you have an offer from ABC, uh, you go to the, go and look up ABC rather than clicking. Yes, you need to go to their website through your internet browser, look for the company that sent you the offer, and once you go into their webpage, you will see all their valid offers at the moment. So you won't miss on any specific offer that's only available on your email. You will just see it on their webpage if it is a legitimate offer. Okay. And what are the most common scams? They keep changing. So now they can make themselves look exactly like the real retailer, right? Uh, yes. They are getting more and more sophisticated every day. Uh, a very popular scam is also impersonating websites, as you just mentioned, but they can't do it perfectly. If you look at the address of the website or uh, the color scheme of the website, something will be off. It's never perfect. Just make sure that if you're looking for Amazon, it's actually spelled like Amazon. If you're looking for a different site, then it's spelled exactly like that site is supposed to be spelled. What about the, I guess, the domain? I mean, do you have to, you should make sure that it, if it's .com, that it should be .com and not .something else. And sometimes there's a country in there that might be a little weird. 
Uh, yes, there are many variations that exist in that respect, but there are also websites that are uh, multilingual. So depending on the language that you're entering the website or the country you're entering the website from, those extensions may change. But for you, if you're logging in from Canada, your computer will always show you the same address. So if anything changes, that's a red light. Uh-huh. Um, what else? Uh, especially these days... Uh, SMSs that basically offer gift cards or promotions if you'll just follow the link. That's, that's, a, that's a message. Yes, but it's to your mobile device and not necessarily to your computer. So that also offers link which can be malicious. Okay, yeah, I, I hadn't even, I, I don't check those that much and I hadn't even thought of that. So they're, they're offering to give you something for nothing, basically. Uh, yes, you know, you just need to give a few details and you'll get either uh, a reduced cost uh, card or you're going to get a free gift or it, it doesn't really matter that there are so many numerous scam types that as long as they offer something for your information, you should try and avoid it. Okay. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about charity websites, because tomorrow uh, presumably is going to be a big giving day. It, it's a new, fairly new thing. It's called Giving Tuesday, and it's supposed to make people feel better about all the money they've spent on themselves. So how do, uh, how do you check charity websites? And what, I mean, if you don't want to spend a huge amount of time, obviously you can go to the CRA website to make sure, but how do you check? So, as you mentioned, you have to do some due diligence. You need to look things up in the internet. You need to see that there was actually a legitimate campaign that this website is supporting, or you've got multiple different links that are leading you to the same website from other renowned websites. It's not just a one-off that came across your desk and is asking for a charity or log in here, we give this and that to that group. You need something that you actually know about from other sources as well. Uh, what about, is there spoofing? Are there scammers that pretend to be a, a recognized charity that everybody would know? Uh, yes, but the more recognized the charity, the harder it is to actually impersonate. Uh, larger organizations also employ people that are looking out for these types of scams. So if it's impersonating something that's really big, a lot of times the companies themselves will catch on fairly fast and take action. But again, regardless, the first rule of thumb is like before, do not follow a link that will lead you to the charity website. Always go through your browser and find that charity that you're looking for. That will eliminate the majority of the pitfalls. Okay, we still have a few minutes left. I'm going to give the numbers out again. If you have some questions on avoiding scams this Cyber Monday and every day following, uh, it's getting tougher and tougher because the fraudsters are getting smarter and smarter or at least more sophisticated. I'm here with Yaniv Orr, and the numbers are 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 40. And uh, Yaniv, what about 
things like dating services. We've heard about romance scams. They're pretty notorious. Well, matters of the heart are always more complicated. It's also harder to judge whether something is a scam or not because those tend to be longer term. So uh, my suggestion will be, A, follow your heart, but always be prepared for the worst. Always uh, apply critical thinking and see if something is too good to be true. It might be. I mean... I used to get in my inbox a lot of, uh, hello, my name is such and such, uh, sometimes a, a name of another woman, which and, and I saw your profile and I want to get to know you, but lately I've seen less of those. So I, I don't know if that's our security getting better or is that uh, are people figured out, you know, that scam is old? Well, it's probably a combination of multiple factors. One, uh, scammers like any other business, and it is a business, they actually pick the scams that bring them the most profit. So the more people are aware of one specific scam, the less that one will be used because it doesn't really return the value and the investment of time from the scammer's side. Well, the CRA scam is pretty old and it still seems to be doing pretty well. Apparently, they're still making enough money for that. But when scams are changing, it basically means that enough people have caught on to that. And people need to mix it up a bit. And on top of that, as you mentioned, security uh, is getting tighter as well. And companies are able to resolve some of those issues as well with their internal precautions. Well, I, I also want to ask about those the updates and the security patches, because it seems that it's quite often on my devices at home. I get a note, uh, we have an update, do you want to download it now? And frankly, it's never a good time. So I say, no, yes, do it at, after two in the morning, and it doesn't get done that way. So what about those? How careful should you be about making sure you have the updates? Well, the updates are very important. Every time that some loophole is found in the software, it's being reported to the vendor, and the vendor is struggling to fix it as fast as possible. Now, as soon as a loophole was found, that means more people can actually exploit it. So the sooner you patch all of your devices, the safer you're actually going to be from uh, being exploited by breaches that have already been recognized and identified. Okay, so that's different than a specific scam. That's just a matter of people breaking in and taking your information or or like that or spreading a virus. Yes. And again, the best practice will be as soon as you get the message, as fast as you can, just patch your devices and make sure they're up to date as much as possible. Okay. Uh, What in general, uh, you know, and I think there are probably a lot of people out there who are just getting into the online shopping thing. A lot of people have been really into it already. What would you tell people who are kind of novices? Well, first of all, spend a bit of time uh, getting familiar with the websites that you're looking to purchase on. Then make sure that whenever you're going on a website, it's a secure website. Now, a secure website can be identified by two different methods. One, in the address line, you will see HTTPS, and you can also look for the padlock sign. Both are basically signifying that this website is using encryption. So the information you're writing in there cannot be taken by a third party. And that always works. 
Uh, always is a tough word. Okay. But, you know, it's much you, better than the alternative. Okay. Yaniv Orr, thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.